Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, marriage, children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, by faith. Sit back and relax, and let's get into this podcast because I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go. But it's what's on my heart, so I'm going to share it with you anyway. The whole story around this idea of faith and this resonance that I've been hearing over the last month about this conversation really started with a conversation that I had on a flight back from California, an early morning flight on a Friday morning back from Los Angeles to Dallas. And on that flight, I found myself in first class and sitting next to a man who ordered black coffee and club soda when the stewardess came by. Now, those just happened to be my drinks. And I said, oh, yeah, I'll have, I'll have that as well. She brought the drinks and we both continued into our, our work. We were both at our computers open. We were focused on different things. And uh, we're kind of in our own world. We weren't, really, we weren't really interacting. The stewardess comes by an hour or so later and she says, would you guys like refills? And said, he, the gentleman on my left said, yes. And I have another half of a black coffee and another club soda. And I said, that's my drink too. All right. So I figured, well, look, this gentleman is... Uh, is is ordering the exact same drinks that I would order. I've got to talk to him. So introduce myself to him. And over the next hour and a half, 90 minutes or so, had a very, very powerful conversation that ranged from business to spirituality to families to everything, performance, mindsets, everything. It was extreme. It was one of the most powerful conversations I've had in a long, long time. Within that conversation, this gentleman gave me one gift, one specific gift that has resonated with me since. As we talked about how in our lives, both of us were sharing our stories and how we had kind of gotten to where we were. And the conversation of faith came up about being able to walk and take steps in faith. And in the course of the conversation, I I still have this written down in my journal, he laid the following on me. He said, you know, God's promise is always preceded by action. In other words, action is what God is looking for. It's not required, but it's what God is looking for. And if you look into scripture, this happens again and again and again, where God's promise is delivered after a person walks in faith not before. And this is something that is so difficult. It's so difficult. Our human nature doesn't want to go there. But if you look across scripture, if you look at even your own life, you can see there have been times where you have taken a step in faith, even if it was a small one, and a promise was delivered. Now, taking a step in faith doesn't always guarantee a promise will be delivered on your timeline or that the promise that you expect is what is actually best for you. But regardless, walking in faith is something cosmic. And I started to investigate why this was. And actually this morning during my workout, and I listened to scripture during part of my workout, and actually what came up was Hebrews 11. And Hebrews 11 is subtitled by faith, if you're not familiar. So 
it, it, it landed right on this conversation about walking in faith and what that's all about. And I want to share this with you because it, it just, I haven't been able to get past this. I've been, I've been going through the Bible this year and going on a kind of a daily cadence. And this is one of those places where I've just hit a wall. Like I've hit a stop. I've been told, go back and read this again and again and again and again and again. And so I'm going to share this on this podcast just so you have some feel for what's in scripture about by faith. Now, this is Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Let me just repeat that. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the people of old received their commendation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. And though he was commended as righteous, God commended him by accepting his gifts. And and through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he was so that he should not see death and he was not found because God had taken him now before he was taken he he was commended as having pleased God and without faith it is impossible to please him for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and he rewards those that seek him by faith Noah being warned by God concerned concerning events as yet unseen and reverent fear constructed an ark that that uh, for the saving of his household By this, he commended the world and became an heir of the righteous that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise as in a foreign land, living in the tents of Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose, God, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah received power to conceive, even though she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, one man and him as good as dead were born descendants, as many as the stars in heaven and as many as the innumerable grains of sand on the seashore." So scripture is filled with all of these examples and these stories. Here's verse 13. Though these all, these all died in faith, not, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. Thus, what this is talking about is that there are promises that are seen that are not realized, but what is delivered is better. If they had been thinking of that land which they had gone out, they would have the opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country. That is a heavenly one. And then I'm going to skip forward. There's just story after story after story. But one of the parts that really fired me up here was that was this one. So what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, through whose faith they conquered kingdoms, enforced judgment, obtained promises, 
stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, and put foreign armies to flight. So, I don't believe it coincidental. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in providence. That is what came up for me today in my my workout. That like that was the pace. I did my workout, turned on my scripture. That was what came up. This resonates with the conversation I had with this gentleman on this aircraft, on the airplane, about faith preceding the promise. Faith, action in faith preceding the promise. The other thing he added is that uh, Christ never sends you on a suicide mission even if it looks like it. You may want to write that down. But I started to think about this. Like, what? what's, okay, I get it. We need to walk in faith, but, but why? Why is walking in faith important? I always think of the scene in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, if you remember this film, there's a moment at the end where Indiana Jones, who is not someone who has f- faith, uh, and this is where he's challenged. This is part of the part of the this, the arc of his character is that he, if you remember the first movie, he talks about he doesn't believe in any of this mumbo jumbo or hocus pocus, uh, and yet. He has to, by faith, close his eyes at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark so he doesn't get consumed by the, the, the wrath of God. In Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, there's a test where he has to step out in faith and literally has to step out um, from this cliff. And it looks like he's going to fall. But he has to do it in order to save his father. And so he does. And he walks out in faith and he is able to, there is actually a path. He couldn't see it, but there was a path. I think about that image whenever this conversation is in my mind. Is that we're called to step out for things that are yet unseen and just have faith. By faith, act. Okay, so what's behind that? What I got this morning was that by but that there is no growth without faith. Like if we were just here's the promise and here I'm going to give it to you. Like there's no there's no faith, there's no movement, there's no like there's no action required, then there's no opportunity for growth for me or for you as a person. And when I say growth, what I'm talking about is a growth in faith. There's a rep. It's like, it's like anything else. It's a rep in faith. You may, not, you may be sitting here right now and going, well, I don't really have any faith in anything. I can guarantee you if you took the time to examine your life, there has been a time where you have just heard or an intuition or something and you just went. And the result was not something that you could have hoped for or planned for, but it benefited you. You've made some type of, some type of leap there. But right now, where I'm at is I'm looking at this, I'm going, well, okay, reps in faith, what, what does that do? Well, if, if, I, if, there, if it's just given to us, there's no opportunity for growth. So God sets up these opportunities for us. 
to grow. Okay, well, why do we need to grow in faith? Why can't we just stay where we are? Well, it sounds good, but what's the real meaning behind that? And then I just link this up to another conversation that I had with a brother of mine, uh, Brendan King. So Brendan, if you're listening, thank you, brother, for this analogy. I was having a great conversation with him a few weeks ago, and he said, have you heard of the Christmas tree analogy? I said, what do you mean by that? He said, well, it's Christmas. Let me tell you. I said, okay. Now stay with me. This is all going to link up here in a second. If on one hand we have to operate in faith in order to grow, to grow in what? Each rep, each walk in faith grows our ability to walk in faith. And to the extent that we walk in faith, we align ourselves ultimately in an ever-increasing way to God's will. Because see, we're at, a, we're at war with God's will at any given time. And Brendan's analogy of the Christmas tree, which is fitting here on December 23rd, was perfect. He said, if you imagine a Christmas tree, and this is what I'd like you to do in this podcast right now, imagine your Christmas tree. Perhaps you have one up in your house right now. If you just look at that Christmas tree and you envision it or you're just envisioning one right now, whenever you happen to be listening to this, you've got a Christmas tree in your mind. It's got a trunk and then it's got branches on either side that are wider at the bottom and get narrower towards the top and there's a star at the top. His explanation was that the trunk represents God's ultimate will for your life. And at the beginning, where there's no branches, when we're young, if we think of our life as, a, as from the top to the bottom, the bottom being when we're born and the top being where we pass on, at the bottom of the tree, we are, as a child, we are right inside of God's will. We have no labels. We have no anything from the world we have no stories. We are just operating as a child inside of God's will. But very soon as we grow and as we start to become aware and become people, as I'm seeing in my, my children right now, we are often knocked off course of God's will. And that's where the branches come up. So as you travel up the tree what often will happen is we'll find ourselves knocked way off to the right. And we travel out to the extremity of the branch and then something brings us back and towards the trunk. And there's a moment there where we cross the trunk and we're in alignment with God's will, but then we keep going. And we're now we're on the other side of the tree and we go all the way out to the other branch. And then we come back and we cross through God's will again. And then we go back to the other side and, but, we're, but this time as we come back, we're a little bit closer because we learned something. And this may play out over years, over months, over days. The timeline is divine. But the idea is that as you go up the Christmas tree, as you experience life, you are constantly buffeted between in conflict or in distance from God's will and in alignment with God's will. And that as you go through your life, there's the opportunity to constantly seek to 
in an ever-increasing way be in alignment with God's will. Right on up to the top where you hit the star. So, walking in faith and actively seeking to take that step off the cliff in our lives in an ongoing way is a practical way to align ourselves to God's will, to align ourselves to the trunk of the Christmas tree. And in doing so, experience a whole other level of contribution, production, love, expansion, capacity that is not possible when we are, in, when we are at, at war or in conflict with God's will. That's where all of the challenges come from. The ones that don't serve us or the lessons or the discipline. The next chapter, and I won't read it here, but the next very next chapter is a conversation about discipline. And talking about the father who, who is a, who is, who, what father doesn't love the child, their child and doesn't discipline them. Well, God's always given us a little bit of discipline. Said, Hey, come on back. Come on back. I know you're way over there to the edge of the branch, but like, come on back this way. And that's where God will put people. They'll, he'll put circumstances. He'll put events. He'll put all kinds of things in your life that will help guide you back towards the trunk. And you have a choice. You can either kind of stay on the trunk or as most of us do, we keep going past it and we say, all right, that was great. I'm feeling good now. I can do it myself. And we end off on the other side of the tree. And now we got to wait for a while. We get knocked back the other way and we learn a little bit. And as we go through life, we get closer and closer to understanding that God's will is a real thing. And that it behooves us to constantly seek it. God knows that is not something I have spent a lot of my life doing. We're all just kind of riding along. And if you bring this back to anywhere in our lives, across any area that we want growth, there's always some level of faith required, some level of a faith walk. In our body, if we want to see changes, we're going to take actions that we think will happen. I, I think if I do this change in my, my, my diet, and I think if I do this change in my workout and what the way I operate, that I will get results. But the promise follows the action. In terms of prayer and relationship with God. There may be things you're called to do, but you, you know, it takes, it takes you actually asking, it takes you actually sitting down and asking, well, I don't want to, I don't want to ask for too much. Okay. Why don't you ask for like, you're talking to the CEO of the universe, ask, ask, That is a rep in faith. It's a rep in faith to ask for big things from your father. In terms of your relationship, in terms of my relationship at home, I have a vision for where my family can go. I don't know how we're going to get there. 
other than to know that I'm going to consistently invest and I'm going to act in faith before the promise. And in business, I mean, this is a game, this is the game of sales, is constantly acting in faith before any promise is delivered. Reaching out to that client, reaching out to that prospect in faith that you're guided and that a promise will arrive. Is there any guarantee that promise will arrive during the time that you want to you want it to? No. Is there any guarantee that the promise that you're thinking will arrive will arrive? No. This is not a quid pro quo conversation. You have to look bigger and be be willing to think in at a cosmic scale across the entirety of your life and across the entirety of the Christmas tree of your life. But what's, where's one area right now in your life where you are hesitant because you can't see the promise or you know there's opportunity or you know there's a promise, but you're just hesitant because you, it's, a, it's a rep in faith. What's one thing you could do right now in faith, by faith, across your body that could be a simple workout that you're not sure if it's going to work in your balance and your being it could be asking God in confidence for the things that you feel called to it could be being vulnerable with your spouse in faith by faith even though you're uncertain about your own stories, about how they may think of you if you told them the truth about where you're at, our revealed secrets that need to be exposed. That is a rep in faith. Or perhaps in business, it's a matter of reaching out to those accounts that you don't believe could ever want to do business with you, but you're going to do it anyway. By faith. A lot in this podcast. Thanks for sticking with me. Brothers and sisters, go walk today in faith. Find one place you can take a rep and step off the edge of something, just like Indiana Jones did. That's what I got for you today. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast. A conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much. More to come.